From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, atmospheric science graduate and skywarn storm spotter Brady Harris, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn storm spotter and chaser Phil Johnson. All right, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the Stormfront Freaks podcast. If you are a first-time listener, uh, hey, thanks for checking us out. We'll always encourage you to uh, go to our website, stormfrontfreaks.com, and just check out our backlog of other shows with great weather guests that we've had in the past. Uh, we've, we've had Reed Timmer. Uh, we've had Jen Carfagno. Uh, lots of great guests, so check that out. But this uh, tonight, this is episode 60. This is the second in our series of Women in Chasing, and we're excited tonight to have on none other uh, than, we'll, we'll call it right now, Dr. Karen Kasiba, uh, who's an atmospheric scientist and uh, works with the Dow program and Dow Trucks quite a bit, so we're going to ask her a lot of questions about that. We'll also, of course, run her through our lightning round. I think you're going to like it tonight. It's great audience participation for that. Uh, we're going to have a chance to go through some of our WX resources, uh, pick a few of those for you. And then we do have a new segment we're doing tonight, uh, which don't have an official name for. It's not yet sponsored, hint, hint, so we're open to that. Uh, but it's going to have, uh, it's going to be some strange weather stories, Ripley, believe it or not, kind of a thing. Obviously, that's a pretty big title right there. Um, but always lots of fun. But before we get to that, uh, I want to remind you, uh, our partners, HelicityDesigns.com. If you're a weather freak, and you got to be if you listen or watch us, you got to check out HelicityDesigns.com. They've got all kinds of great weather merchandise, weather gear, uh, great themed T-shirts, and, and other things. That they, there's things there that they have that he keeps coming up with that I would never have thought of myself. But they, of course, have our exclusive line of Stormfront Freaks podcast uh, gear, like uh, some great shirts, like Only You Can Prevent Weather Fools, and, of course, our concert T-shirt that they did after our 50th episode. It was our Lightning Round Tour T-shirt. And, of course, on the back, it lists, just like a concert, to, uh, concert tour, every single one of our stops, it lists our first 50 guests. Uh, that we had on the show for the first 50 episodes. So that's pretty cool. You can check that out at HelicityDesigns.com. And while you're there, you may as well get a discount. You may as well get 5% off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when you check out, just use the code PODCAST. So P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, go ahead and use that code. I'm trying to make sure he didn't change that. I don't think he changed it. Is that a hard one for people to spell? <laughs> we'll find it. Yeah, I don't know. We we. We were changing up a few times. I'm like, ah, let's just stick with one. It's pretty easy. So podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Use that at checkout, and it will get you 5% off your, your whole order, which is kind of cool. So it's, uh, as always, happy hour. It's always happy hour when we record this thing. It doesn't matter what time of night it is or what day it happens to be, but it is happy hour, Karen. And so we introduce all of our co-hosts so you get a chance to uh, find out, uh, hear from them. Uh, but also it introduces the fact that we like to have a lot of fun and drink 
on our show. We've, we've even had someone ask if this is a drinking podcast. <laughs> and I replied, yes. Yes, it is. Sure. Why not? <laughs> so, Kim, uh, yes. Kim, you're drinking, you're going back to old school tonight, uh, right? You know, and I'm, I, I love beer and, you know, I love IPAs and my favorite. But because of the diet thing, I was trying to stay away from, you know, things with a lot of calories. But again, to football season, I had to go back to beer. So tonight um, I'm drinking Lagunitas. You guys are aware of this one. It's an IPA. It's it's a good go-to for me. And uh, this one's out of, uh, well, it's brewed in California or in Chicago, from what I understand. So <laughs> it's one, it, one of the two. Who one knows? of the two. I don't know which one. But drinking <laughs> it out of a, a UGA glass. So. Go All dogs. right. Well, it's football season. All right, Maz, what, what's, uh, what's your football team of choice and what are you drinking tonight? Well, drinking, I'm back on the diet, so I'm back on the McUltra. <laughs> Good old McUltra. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I went to the fridge, and my wife had a 12-pack, and I'm like, oh, sweet, I'm taking one, honey. So, you know. Uh, team, hey, the University of Nebraska Cornhuskers, there's mm-hmm. a frost warning. You guys don't know anything about that. Our new head no. coach, Scott Frost. <laughs> oh. So, it's a big uh, deal. Very big. I can, see why, I can see why you like that. And then we've got our uh, disembodied head uh tonight uh mj up in minnesota does not have a camera so if you're listening it doesn't really matter it's nothing different but if you're watching you're not going to see mj tonight we figured he's naked drinking what what are you drinking tonight naked behind that tonight i have a tall captain and coke unfortunately you can't see it but i've gone just back to a staple well he could be lying about that right can't believe you can't believe you will perhaps know at the end of the show (laughs) that's true when the swallows come back all right and so karen our guest tonight karen knew all about our our uh, happy hour and i hear she brought a a cup of coffee to the table but kim i'm going to turn over to you to introduce our esteemed guest tonight and get started okay very excited to introduce dr karen kosiba um, Karen's an atmospheric scientist at the Center for Severe Weather Research in Boulder, Colorado. Um, she's a strong believer in experiencing weather from the inside of Doppler on wheels. I love that. Um, radar truck, it's a radar truck, and she participated in a multitude of field projects, including radar observations of tornadoes and thunderstorms, uh, the experiment uh, rotate, hurricanes and landfall, uh, the verification of the origins of rotation and thunderstorms experiment, Vortex 2, and Long Lake Axis Parallel Lake Effect Storms Project. Wow. Uh, Just to name a few of the things she's done. Uh, She's also received a a BS in physics at Loyola University, an MS in physics, and an MAT in teacher education at Miami University, and a PhD in atmospheric science at Purdue University. And Karen, I have to say, you know, I've been a big fan of yours, just just knowing what you have done for women, especially in the science field and and, and what you have and your accomplishments. And I, I guess since when I was a little girl, my dream was to do probably what you're doing, and that was to study tornadoes and and to figure out why and but I kind of want a different direction. Uh, you know, I think a lot of folks out there are probably curious, how did a little girl get to this point in her life? I mean, it's just an incredible, incredible career for you. Oh, you're actually asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how did, how did you start? How did you, how did, were you always interested in weather? Or is this something that came no, later after not. your physics? I feel like I should have some good backstory here. Um, Cause you I don't have to, nope. I know, like, and then there was this, no. Um, I think as a kid, I was always interested in the world around me. Um, And I was super afraid actually of thunderstorms and lightning. Um, And at some point in my life, I was also really afraid of tornadoes. 
And probably ultimately that inspired me to get into meteorology and study those things and to learn more and to really understand stuff and not be afraid of it. Um, but I was pretty aimless for a while, as you could tell by my degrees in physics, which seem like they should do something. Yeah, <laughs> they should right. take me somewhere. Right. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, somehow, some way, I guess eventually when I got grew up, I realized that um, there's a lot of unanswered questions in meteorology, and I had some fun opportunities um, as a student to go work with the Doppler on Wheels stuff, and I really liked the idea of working with that kind of technology, and then the idea of sort of designing my own experiences, experiences that too, um, experiments and going out in the field um, and actually collecting the data and getting the data that I wanted to answer these questions. So that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years. Wow. <laughs> You're not afraid of tornadoes? Because I'm still afraid of tornadoes. I, the funny thing is, um, is that when I'm like doing research and stuff that I'm so absorbed in what I'm doing, like I am so disengaged, which is always horrible, like from what's actually happening outside of the radar truck. Like I'm so into like getting the data, getting in the right spot, making sure everything looks good. That like, I think I've probably like actually looked out the window probably like three times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which is pretty horrible. He's always like, look, tornado. And I'm like, oh, so yeah, so what's, <laughs> Karen, what's your role with the team? So obviously when you're doing that, you've got the Dow trucks, but you, you've got a number of others in vehicles as part of the yes. team typically, right? So what, what's your role within the Dow truck? Uh, are you trying to help place people? Are you checking on something else? What, what role do you play? Well, it's evolved, um, but uh, basically what I'm doing is, yeah, I'm trying to help place people. I'm usually running one of the radars because, um, especially for tornadoes, um, obviously you're, you know, looking at where the tornado is and where people need to be relative to that. So um, I'm busy doing the radar stuff and then also placing people, making decisions, um, you know, working with my colleagues out there to hopefully get us in the best possible place. So, what's, so what's, the the field, biggest, yeah. what's the biggest group you've had that, that you guys have been a part oh. of, of all these projects you've been in? Yeah, I mean, Vortex 2 is big, like, um, not just our group, but, like, you know, outside all these different groups there. So Vortex 2 had a lot of people in it, 100 plus. I did this project called Pecan, um, which also had, like, 100 plus people. Um, but for our group, um, for CSWR, um, it just depends on the project. But sometimes, you know, suddenly we have 30 people that I'm responsible for. <laughs> Wow. Um, you know, during a project like that, because we have, you know, three radar trucks, four mesonets and stuff like that. So where, where are the trucks tonight? Ha, huh, they're on, they might be in Panama, actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not Panama. exactly, yes. Um, so we're doing a project um, this fall in Argentina called Relampago. And a week ago, we loaded the tr trucks up in Houston, and they're on a boat um, headed towards oh, Buenos Aires. So I think last I heard, they were somewhere near Panama. Oh my God. <laughs> so are, what are you guys are going to be doing the research with that or they're going to be using it, their government or how's that working? Uh, we're actually doing the research. So we do all these different types of projects. I mean, some of these projects that I've done, I'm just what we call a project science, not just, but um, it's not my research. I'm just helping to make sure that the radars are out there and ready and all that kind of stuff, um, which is fun because it's fun to see all these different types of weather phenomena that I'm not necessarily studying. Um, but Relampago, yeah. we're actually scientists on that project as well. So we're bringing out our stuff, but also we have a scientific interest in getting data out there. Wow. So if it's so, on a boat, like <laughs> how much insurance do you have to put on that thing? If that boat sinks, are you <laughs> wondering yeah. what happens? Yeah, exactly. Oh well, we got two left. You know. <laughs> no, they're all on there. All of oh, our stuff all. is on there. Yes. Ooh. We have nothing in Boulder right now. Well, we have one, we have one radar truck in Boulder. We're actually building a new radar that we're trying to get out there. 
um, oh, this wow. a bit fast, but we're going to do it. What what kind of radar is it? Um, it's going to be a, so the Doppler on wheels, the Dow ones that we've been routinely operating are X-band radars. Um, so mm -hmm. they, that's, they have a three and a half centimeter wavelength and they're, they're good for a lot of things. Um, so they're good for, you know, studying tornadoes. Um, and they're kind of a good mix for seeing small scale stuff um, and somewhat larger scale stuff. But at a certain point they attenuate. Mm. Um, so you can't see sometimes, you know, back of supercell thunderstorms, or if you're doing this big project with these MCSs, these really big rainy things, you can't, you know, see the whole thing really well. Um, so the C-band radar, which is a five centimeter wavelength radar, um, is also going to be on a truck, but it has a really cool design um, where normally the antenna is just fixed on the pedestal um, and we can get down the road no problem. <laughs> but in order to get the same beam width uh, with the C-band, so with this five centimeter radar, um, we have this antenna that we actually assemble in the field. So we have this really big, you know, 12 foot antenna that you can't drive with, um, but it comes in two pieces. And then once we put the radar there, um, we'll basically assemble the antenna with a crane. Um, oh so, my God. Yeah, so it'll be pretty cool. How long does that take? I don't know. We're building wow. it right now. That wow. <laughs> doesn't sound overly mobile. It's mm -mm -mm. Um, deployable. Um, so the idea basically is, you know, you wouldn't go tomato shooting yeah. with it, but, you know, something for like a hurricane or something, you know, where you have two or three hours sure. to set up the radar, you know, okay. you could set it up in two or three hours, keep it there and then disassemble it, you know, two or three hours again. So Dr. Kasiba, do you it, explain to everybody you, when you do the, take the Dow out, is that something that's already like you're only doing some kind of uh, specific research or do you, just on a chase day, take it out there and see if you can get a tornado. No, and I know people always think that. Um, we do have some um, flexibility with um, the way we, a couple free, you know, weeks or a month a year that we could sort of do what we want with it. Um, but basically what they are right now is the National Science Foundation. Um, they're part of their observable network. Um, so us, just like any other researcher out there, <laughs> actually has to request to use them. Um, so if we wanted to use the DAOs for, you know, tornado chasing or hurricanes, um, we actually have to ask to use okay. them and put together a proposal. <laughs> who, who else would be using them? Um, I mean, there's other projects that are going on. I mean, there's a lot of different projects um, that people request them for, um, just different researchers at different universities. And yeah, I mean, if they're not being used, you know, which I mean, they're usually, I mean, during a year, we're pretty busy and this has been a pretty busy year, but yeah. I mean, you have to have money and stuff to take them out, you know, so it's like, you know, we can't just spend our money on whatever we want to do. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like going to the library and checking out a book, right? No, hey, no. Take the Dow out. <laughs> I think I'll take the Dow out now. No, there's a, a review process for that. Um, but yes, so we are also subject to that as well. <laughs> have, have, have you been a part of the, the Vortex Southeast project? Um, I personally have as a scientist, um, but we have not bringing out our radars to that project. Um, so maybe in future years we'll be doing that. So who, okay. okay, so who's doing that then? So who's providing um, the vehicles? I, well, I can give you this big long explanation of how Vortex SE works. Um, but <laughs> the super short yeah. explanation is that <laughs> yes. um, Vortex SE is NOAA sponsored. So okay. we are NSF sponsored our vehicles. So actually, NOAA would have to pay um, a little bit to take out our vehicles. Um, so places like um, the National Severe Storms Lab, um, they have a NOXP radar and X-band radar. Um, and there's a bunch of NOAA-sponsored stuff out there um, that are getting some funding. And then um, Kevin Nupp um, at the University of Alabama, um, he has a mobile radar and some mobile systems. Um, so, were, were you a part of the pro part of uh, the original Vortex? 
Probably. God, I'm not that old. No. <laughs> I didn't know maybe at what point you came into all that. But. No, no, no. And actually, in all fairness, I probably could have been a college student. But no, I was not part of the all original right. okay. project. What, so what years, what years was that? Uh, 96 wow. and 97, I think, or 97 and 98, something mm. like that. I think those okay. are you know. Phil, you're trying to guess her age. Knock it off. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not at all. I, I'm trying to really figure out when that was because, truthfully, I didn't think it was that long ago. And when you say late 90s, to, well, to me, that's not that long ago. Yes. So that's my, my apologies. Okay, so tell us about the um, – I was interested about the lake effect, you know, what you guys are doing with that, with that project. Yeah, so the original project, actually the one you named, um, obviously um, up in upstate New York on uh, Lake Ontario and also Lake Erie, they got a lot of lake effect snow up there. And the real fun thing about that is that, um, in terms of you know stuff that you don't know about, is that uh, they don't have really good radar coverage up there. So they actually don't really see these bands that well. I mean, they do see them, and some of them, in some places, they don't see. Um, so really understanding more about some of this band formation, how it interacts with um, all these, you know, with the lake, but also sort of the upstream environment, and everybody's probably heard of the Tug Plateau. Um, yeah. I think that keeps making the news now recently, and every winter it seems like the Tug is breaking their records. Um, yeah. So looking at that, so uh, so the original project was Scott Steiger at the University of um, whatever's up there, Oswego, <laughs> New York. What, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. and it was just him, and it was a single radar. Um, and then a few years ago, we did a project called Owls. Um, and I'm not going to remember what the acronym stands for. <laughs> but it was a much bigger project and it had a lot more investigators in it. Um, one sort of Scott Steiger, you know, proved, um, not proved, but sort of showed that the radars were really good for seeing this stuff. Um, so then we brought up three of our radars, University of Wyoming, King Air, um, and a bunch of other uh, instruments. So that was a, a pretty decent sized project with a lot of different scientists involved, um, including ourselves. And sadly, I mean, my interest in that was not sadly, but I like things yeah. that rotate. Um, <laughs> and these store, these lake effect bands actually have a lot of what we call mesovortices in them, um, which, although they look cute on radar, um, for the most yeah. part, they're pretty benign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> so, so I, I'm assuming that's that tornado. Well, most weather people have some kind of a favorite weather phenomenon. So I'm assuming tornadoes is yours. Yeah, I think tornadoes is mine. Yeah. I, I like hurricanes too. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but just because there's a lot of things you don't know about, both, like not you, but a lot that people don't know about tornadoes and hurricanes. <laughs> so no, <laughs> they're just interesting in the sense that like it's challenging to observe them, and then there's just challenging questions out there. So it's sort of, but it's also sort of incremental, moving you know science forward in these things. Right. And anything interesting you about uh, Hawaii right now? Um, I mean, Have they're going to get anything? outer rain bands, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you know, obviously um, that's interesting in some ways, but um, it doesn't look like they're going to get a direct hit, at least right now, no. um, at least by the eye wall. I should, <laughs> when I say direct right. hit, I'm probably very picky about what that means. Yeah. Plus Panama to Hawaii. <clears throat> that's going to be a tough time. Turn them, turn them around. Although they're on a boat, so you know we could actually get the eyewall. So tell, so tell us, Karen, a little bit. Uh, obviously, your background and and some of the storms and tornadoes and what what have been some of the most memorable ones for you? 
this one time I was in a radar truck and it's <laughs> <laughs> the same story, huh? <laughs> There's there a stream with all these colors on it and it got a little windy. Um <laughs> I mean there had to have been like when, with these teams, right? All these teams that you've got. There there's yes. gotta be some high pressure situations or where you're putting there, people. There has and... been there has been and I'm being a little facetious. Oh um, god, just remind me not not to be a part of your project when you're oh watching my the gosh. <laughs> you're watching the radar. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good because I'm I'm watching it. <laughs> no, you want yeah. me doing that? That's true. That's <laughs> you don't true. want me being like, oh, and then there's this cloud and blah. Um, so, so it's stress. Think stress, or then maybe you don't get stressed out. I don't know what what uh, no, could have been I, some exciting moments. There's been probably two standout tornado ones, and hurricane ones are always stressful. Hurricanes are stressful from from start to finish. Wow. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Hurricanes yeah. are super stressful. Um, I'll go back to tornadoes, but hurricanes, just because I guess everybody's, you know, it's hurricane season. Um, so we did Harvey and that was stressful in the sense that it was really windy. And that was probably the first hurricane that I'd been in. Um, I've done seven hurricanes, eight hurricanes I've been in. Um, and that was the first one that it was, the wind was actually more interesting, um, in the sense that, you know, we actually were getting, you know, wind gusts. Um, I think our peak wind gust there was 143 miles per hour, oh my gosh. Um, where we were at. So, you know, <laughs> um, so that was, that was interesting. Um, but the one that probably nobody, there's a hurricane Isaac, um, back in whenever, mm -hmm. this was like a non hurricane almost. And we decided since it was a non hurricane to just be, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this like peninsula like under like New Orleans, I can't even think of the name of it, like where the Mississippi River goes down. It's basically all swamp um, and there's levees. So there's the Mississippi River and then um, there's levees on either side. And basically we're like, yeah, like let's just go far, far down. Um, and for hurricanes, what we're looking at when we deploy is we're always trying to decide, um, you know, how close can we get to the coast um, and basically not get surged. Um, <laughs> So, you know, surge is a huge, huge problem um, in hurricanes and especially the places that we want to deploy. Um, but we thought this was a non, not interesting hurricane. So we just, we went way down this peninsula um, and we deployed on a levee and the hurricane was slow and big and all the models that we looked at, all these forecast models, all these flood forecast models um, really just under predicted the storm surge. And that actually was a storm, I think, um, that really made the hurricane center. Um, look at you know the storm surge forecast stuff because it was we give ourselves obviously a lot of room <laughs> you know we don't just give ourselves a foot <laughs> um, but it was getting pretty close so it was it was pretty nerve-wracking um, a boat you know a boat became unhinged and was like sort of floating towards us like during the hurricane oh um, so again it wasn't really windy but it I mean it was windy in the sense it was a hurricane but the water and we kind of yeah um, and the emergency management officials, they knew we were down there and they kept calling us and their tidal gauges, you know, they kept getting all these like tidal gauge measurements and they're like, it says, you know, whatever, 13 feet. They're like, that can't possibly be right, is it? You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, right. it's right, it's right. Wow. It looks right, it's pretty high, it's, you know. So we were a little worried that it might top the levee um, that we were on. And eventually after the storm, um, the levee north of us broke. Um, and we were basically refugees at a fire station for a couple of days down there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so do you guys have limits on where, how far you'll go? I mean, into the storm or? Well, I know? mean, what we're trying to do is we are really trying to get, you know, the right front quadrant of the eye wall. Um, so we're trying yeah. to get oh the nastiest God. winds that are coming ashore. Um, and it's always an iterative process. I mean, it really is. So myself and my colleague, Josh Mormon, we're always back and forth. I mean, he always plays, you know, devil's advocate on the 
oh my God, like, let's go out on a barrier island. And I'm always like, oh my God, like, let's, you know, <laughs> deploy 50 miles inland. And somehow, you know, oh we're doing gosh. this, we, you know, converge on, I think, with a sense of, you know, a, a place that makes sense um, okay. to deploy. So it, it does start out sort of funny where we're both, you know, <clears throat> you know, because he knows I'm sort of conservative and I know he's, you know, on the other end. So we're both, and then we also, you know, both just go extreme about it. Um, what but again, Oh, sorry, what, are, go ahead. what are the trucks rated for wind? Because you've been talking <laughs> a lot about winds. I'm like, mm. they survived 143 mile an hour gust. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're rated for wind. I mean, they're heavy. You know, yeah, they're high. They that weigh, helps. <laughs> they weigh 26,000 pounds. They're big, heavy trucks. Um, you know, I mean, in the hurricane, yeah, they get horrible gas mileage. In Hurricane um, Harvey, <laughs> we sort of actually did a slightly dumb thing. Um, is that we deployed at an airport, which is one of our places we kind of like to deploy because it's a nice, you know, flat, open area. Yeah. Um, but some of the airport buildings, um, because it actually ended up being a wind event, came apart. Um, so there was a little oh, bit of, gosh. you know, debris um, that actually took out um, some of our anemometers um, at a certain point. Um, but again, the trucks are heavy and hard, and you know, they're they're good. Did so, Noah know about that? Because they're on line one right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're calling. <laughs> they're calling. Hey, so. Uh, uh, question uh you, you brought up dr josh Worman. you know you guys were a part of the discovery channel storm chasers TV yes. series. <laughs> give give me one word to describe your experience with that production um one word <laughs> what do you think um can i give you more than one word yeah sure feel crazy um it was good. In some ways, it was good. I mean, there was, you know, those were years that we didn't have a lot of NSF funding. Um, a lot of times, you know, we're trying to, you know, be creative and find other ways to get funded to do stuff. And we're trying to do different things for hurricanes and insurance companies. Um, for me, I mean, the funny thing is for me, I was a graduate student um, when that happened, actually. Um, mm. So, yeah. So I don't, I, they were having a hard time placing, quote unquote, the, Karen character. I mean, not the Karen character, but you know, the female yeah. meteorologist character. Um, because I guess the, I don't know what they were thinking because I think they wanted somebody that you know maybe asked more questions or maybe like wanted to fight more with people or so you know, I mean, it's TV, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, or scream or something. I mean, but I was a graduate student and I didn't really know I was gonna end up working, you know, with Josh. <laughs> so, I mean, you kind of wanted to impress people. I mean, and, you know, people that I'd be applying for jobs, you know, would probably be like, really? Oh, we didn't know what a tornado was, like, or you know, I mean, yeah. oh, we're like, gosh. oh god, you were really quarrelsome, like. So, so you, how'd like, you play it? You so, so you went into it saying, okay, I'm going to play it this way. What, what was, how'd you play yeah, it? Yeah, I went how'd into you play being, your own character? I went into it being probably really quiet and they're like, you yeah, know, <laughs> 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 but, and then they, and then they were just never were able to find kind of that person that they were looking for. I mean, so then the, like, it was just every season, like a new female of some sort came in um, and they never tried another female meteorologist again. So. I mean, it was fine. Again, it was good. I mean, and probably they could never later replace years. you. That was probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to say. You no, broke I mean, them. I think if it was now or something, that would have been, I would have been a different, you know, person on camera. I mean, I would have been probably more free with stuff like no, yeah. no. Um, but like I mean, what? so yeah. So t how would how would you play it today? How would you play your character of Karen Kosiba? <laughs> I think I'd be more chasers. me, and I probably would be quarrelsome. I mean, sometimes because I do disagree with stuff and. I am more vocal um, than I was. I've 
probably really afraid of looking stupid. So yeah, you're probably more <laughs> confident now. Yeah, I mean, right. and I just again, right. I just I don't know. I just pictured you know, like I said, applying for jobs and people are like, oh wow. Remember that time you asked that really dumb question? Right. Yeah, you have to think about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and now you're on this show, which is recorded as well. <laughs> you use that on your resume. I, <laughs> I think that. ultimately, I didn't want to say bad. I mean, so it, it was a mixed thing with Discovery Channel, but I mean, I think ultimately it was a good thing. It just wasn't, for me, the right time to be sure. probably yeah. that person. Yeah. So, good so save. Tell, good save. So tell, <laughs> tell our uh, listeners how they can follow you on social media, how, how they can find out what you're up to. I have a Twitter account okay. that I don't really know Start. how to use. Okay. You're not sure if you have <laughs> Well, it's like I go through these phases and like, I don't even know how to sometimes I'm like, I don't really know how to retweet and like, or with a comment or like, I just, and then I go off it for months and then I come on and I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, Karen Kasiba is really Really original. Wow, just, just, okay. just don't do voice to text. I'm telling you it's, right now. It's easy to find. All right. Well, uh, it is. It is definitely time for lightning round. This is our uh, game show of fun and brilliant questions for our guest. Uh, we have the joy tonight. We're going to bring back uh, an old one that we call head to head. Yeah. So I think last time we played this, I'm thinking. I don't remember it. Yeah, I think I we played either. this with. Uh, uh, Catherine Prosiv oh, okay. uh, from the Weather Channel, and it was uh, we did Rolling Stones top 100 guitar players. Remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And and so we oh, figured yeah. we'd we'd pull something similar back. I I, I read something, Karen, where oh, no. you were a fan of TV. You like to watch TV. I do, but not live TV. Not live. Not okay, live like old stuff. Oh yeah. Old stream. VHS okay, well, TV. This here's the thing. This might still work. Okay. Uh, but we, I pulled up. I, we did Rolling Stone last time. I, I thought, well, hell, let's do Rolling Stone again. So we're we're looking at Rolling Stone's hundred top one hundred greatest TV series okay. of okay. of all time. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two TV series. Okay. Yeah. They are they are separated by ten positions in the top one hundred list. But you just have to tell me which one is higher on the list. Okay. Which one scored better? You don't want me to fail here, is what you're trying to do. No, it doesn't matter. You, you, <laughs> do, you, do, you set you me up for success. You. Yes, because you're drinking are. coffee. That's <laughs> everyone's a winner. So here, so here's here we go. Here are the first two shows. It is real time with Bill Mayer. Mauer. Mauer. Mayer. Bill Mayer. Mar. Right. Mar. Bill Mar. Sorry. Jeez. Well, Jeez. I don't watch his show. <laughs> so real time with Bill Mar. Uh, and Jeopardy, you need to tell me which of those ranked higher in the Rolling Stone Top 100 list. Jeopardy. Jeopardy? Yes. That is incorrect. Oh, that's really? a travesty. Bill actually ranked higher. So uh, Bill was ranked, what was Bill? He was 84th, and Jeopardy was 94th wow. in that list. Yeah. All right. Okay. So okay, so we're starting off, and we're starting off near the bottom. We're gonna climb okay. to the top as we go. So it's gonna be a little harder at the bottom. All right, the next one. Uh, what are we going with? We're gonna go with either The Walking Dead, relatively okay. new show, right, or The Odd Couple from 1968. Ooh. Which one was ranked high, well, better, higher? Oh my God, The Odd Couple. You are saying the odd couple, and and I, I want to remind uh, you know obviously our listeners, viewers, you guys can play along. 
Freaks, you're welcome to give her your advice on that. <laughs> when Moving was forward. this written? Walking Dead. Uh, this was 2016, <laughs> I think 2016. I should be like Googling this oh, in the background. Yeah. So, yeah. so we've got the, uh, so we're going with the, you said the odd couple, right? Yeah. Odd couple, and that is oh, correct. Oh, odd couple. Wow. So very good. All right, here we go. Next one. We're going to go with Roseanne or Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Maybe the same oh. show. Who knows? <laughs> it could be. I'm going to go with Roseanne. You're going to go with Roseanne, and the answer, Roseanne, is incorrect. Oh, Beavis, Beavis and Butthead was 60th. Yeah, yeah. Roseanne is 70th. And uh, I forgot to mention that The Odd Couple was 67, Walking Dead was 77. So, all right, next one. We're going to go with either The Bob Newhart Show uh, or The Americans, which I'm not familiar with but is new, 2013 to 2018. It's about Russians. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Americans or Bob Newhart show? What's higher? What do you think's higher? What do you guys think? I keep going with these classics. I feel like it should be the Bob Newhart show. It should be. It should be too. Yeah. Okay. So we're saying the Bob Newhart show? <laughs> yeah. That is what? incorrect. It is the Americans as 43rd, Bob Newhart show 53. That was a drinking game too. You used to play it at Bob Newhart. You remember that? Yeah, this is written <laughs> by remember. 20 and 30 somethings. It's oh, all right. right. Okay. Here we go. Next next <laughs> one. Uh, we got a, just a couple left. Uh, either Law and Order. We're moving up now. We're getting near the yeah. top. So either Law and Order or Friends. Ooh. What do you think Ooh. was picked as a better TV series? Easy. Really? I would say Law, Law and Order. Order. Is that what people no, are thinking? No. Friends? Think Friends. That's what I'm thinking. What I do you think, think so. Karen? What's your answer? Law and Order has been on like for like a hundred years. <laughs> I mean, that's like show number Vortex One. It seems like a hundred years. So, Karen, what is your answer? I need an answer. Uh, law and I'm Order. About or law and Order. I don't you hate go me. with Law and Order. That is in <laughs> incorrect. You did tell me. You are not. A, you don't watch that much TV. All right. So Friends. <laughs> friends was twenty six. Law and Order was thirty six. All right. We got two I left. Law and Order. Two left. We got Star Trek, the original Star Trek from the 1960s, or Saturday Night Live. Which of those was ranked higher? I know what it should be, and I think Star I know what Trek it went with. Or Saturday Night Live. What do you guys think? I think I know. Karen? Star Trek. She's going to say Star Trek? <laughs> I'm thinking SNL. That's what I think. It's a bigger mm -hmm. audience. All right. What's your answer, Karen? What are you going with? Star Trek? Okay. Star Trek. I'm just All right. Star Trek. Stuff. So she's a Star Trek fan. But she'd be wrong. That is I not correct. I totally agree, right. but I think that's how they would have picked it, too. Sa so Saturday Night Live. Uh, Saturday Night Live was 8th, and Star Trek was 18th. I'm actually just trying to see how many so, I'm wrong. Here we go. You are on a roll, girl. You are moving. You give hope to many people, right? Uh, here we go. Finishing up. This is one and two. One of these was ranked number one. One Ooh. of them was ranked number two. And uh, so you got to tell me which one was number one. Is it The Sopranos or The Wire? Oh, which was ranked wire. number one? <laughs> Sopranos. Am I the only one that's never heard of The Wire? Is that no, like, I don't, I've never heard of that either. It's the Baltimore Police Detective. Oh, okay. Right? It was on HBO for a while. See, I do watch TV. All right, you do. That's Sopranos. Good. You, you at least know. So she's going to say Sopranos. And she would be correct. She finishes on a high note. That's right. All right. You, you did it. Did a great job. 
So uh, you finish strong. That's what counts. Because see, everyone's only going to remember the last one. Correct. That you you got perfectly correct and you got right. Tell so, Dr. Uh, Karen what she's won, Phil. That's right. You <laughs> won a lot of pride. That's what you win on our show. Lots of pride. We give it out in handfuls. So uh, thanks for playing along. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a uh, short break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna cover uh, some of our WX resources with you on our new segment of crazy, wacky, believe it or not, weather stories. Do you have a product or service that needs to get in front of thousands of weather fans? If so, you can partner with Stormfront Freaks podcast and be heard and seen over multiple platforms. To get more information, go to stormfrontfreaks.com and click on Our Partners or send an email to phil at stormfrontfreaks.com. Let's take a drive under the moon. Hey, welcome back. We are having a good time. We should be here on breaks, that's all I can say because we have a really good time. Hey, time now to find out what's happening in WX Resources. We're going to go ladies first. Kim, what do you have for us? Oh, well, you know, guys, and I I don't know, maybe before me, you have this one already, but um, have you ever heard of the the app WT Forecast? No. No, No, I haven't heard. Okay. All right. You guys are in for a treat on this. Sweet. I'm so excited. Are you excited? Okay. <laughs> if you if you download the app WTF or WT, it's really it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's our show title. That's our show title. Guys, I swear, I swear the name the name of the app is capital WTF, and then it's O R E C A S T W F W. Yeah, T forecast. You could say WTF or cast or whatever you want to say. Anyway, it's the cutest thing ever. So, did you hear that? Okay. So, it's one of these apps where it tells you the weather, but it gives you um, like a, it, it says something about the weather. So, you just not only get your forecast, which is pretty accurate most of the time, but you can also, it talks to you and tells you what the weather's doing. So, I brought up Kennesaw, Georgia. And it comes up and it says this. It's pretty friggin' sweet outside. Hope you don't run into a bear with her cubs. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? So it gives these crazy sayings. You can go in here and put on profanity. Okay, and we'll try to help this not a one. Should I avoid that one? Get ready, MJ. No, no, no. Go do it. Do it. Okay, do it. all right. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Let me, okay. It's dope outside tonight. It's what? It's dope as outside tonight it's dope oh, okay. That's wow. not, okay beep beep beep, Yay. beep, beep. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's dope oh, as you know what outside wow. tonight okay wow so we, got, gives, we got a sponsor that yes this is hilarious you guys it comes up with the craziest things you ever thought of it tells you instead of seeing your forecast it tells you but in a in a profanity laced way if you want it that way what the weather's like outside so it uses I love the my F-bomb weather with profanity. And, anyway so this is a cool app and it's um I think it's free because I went up put my little thumb on it and did something. I don't know if I paid for it, but um, anyway, a cool <laughs> one to go to and WTF or cast. <laughs> You'll love it. I swear cool. you will. All right. And you so can turn double- it off so there's no profanity on it. You could also you make can. it just fun. That's no fun. Yeah, That's but it's absolutely no fun. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how we're going to edit that, but yeah, that was a ton of fun. <laughs> I thought right. I was prepared, but obviously I wasn't. Brady, what do you got? All right, guys. Uh, so as many of you know, the hurricane has been going on in uh, near Hawaii. Uh, so mine is more of a tweet. And this mm. was this is from uh, this is called a stadium view inside the eye. So basically, these are the hurricane hunters that are going inside of the eye of the hurricane. This was when it was a category five. And you can see, I mean, Oh, wow. It's not clear, you know, it, there's a little bit of a clearing down there, but it's not completely clear in the eye. But then when they, you know, when they kind of pan up, you can see the, the bowl. I mean, and then oh, that's awesome. the yeah. high level Cirrus is just not there. So it's, it's, it's crazy. I don't know if I'd ever want to do that. Um, fly a plane, you know, into the eye of a hurricane. And I still, to this day, don't understand how they do that. Um, but. I guess I should go back and listen to our podcast with uh, Warren Madge. Warren, yeah. yeah. That would be good. Yeah. He's like, been there, done that, done that, done that. Yeah, which <clears> it's, <throat> it's t- t- every time I see that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Just insanity. Just, just fly into the hurricane from the top, fly into the eye from the yeah. top, and just fly around a little bit and then fly and then, back out then, through yeah. the top. And or or no you problem. just stay in the eye and get, like, a good time lapse, you know. Right, and until it dies out. And yeah. yeah. What are you, like, are you like Iron Man, Phil? How do you fly yeah. in and out like that? Yeah, I, don't know. I am Iron Man. Didn't you know that? <laughs> Well, Iron Man, what do you have for us tonight? All right, so I'm going to share with you guys. Hey, there, there is uh, uh, every year uh, lately. This has been an, a great uh, convention to go to, but it's the Indiana Chaser Con, uh, the good old Indiana Chaser Con. If you go to www.ind for Indiana, indchasercon.com, you can find all about uh, the 2018 Indiana Chaser Con. It's Saturday, November 17th. It's at the Hendricks County Convention Center uh, near Indianapolis. Um, it's uh, it's going to be another great great lineup of speakers. Let me uh, go ahead and find the speakers they got lined up for. And Karen, we need to get you to come to this, I think, one of these years. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, we got Aaron Rigsby coming, uh, Storm Chaser from Ohio. Uh, Skip Talbot's going to be there. Um, uh, we, we heard a little bit about him. Love to actually probably get him on the show at some point. But Jennifer, when she was on our uh, Women in Chasing show series one. Uh, she talked a little bit. She chases with Skip. So he's going to be there. Uh, Dr. Nathan Hitchens, who's a um, uh, professor. Oh, did you really? Cool. I did. <laughs> uh, so he's going to be there. And then one of the, one of the uh, who, folks that put it on, uh, J- Joe Cooper, Joseph Cooper, he's going to be uh, actually speaking. He co-owns TDS Weather. And then they also have Jeffrey Logsdon, uh, who's a science and operations officer at the uh, National Weather Service in northern Indiana. But those are the speakers right now. I'm going to look to see if I can find out what the prices are currently. If you're a student, you can register for 15 bucks. Uh, you got 15 bucks if you're a student. That's easy. Uh, if uh, Early bird registration is open until August 31st for $20. After that, it moves up to 25 and then day of, even if it's available is $35. So I just wanted to let everybody know about that. Every year has been a great thing. Uh, Joe and Beth put on a great show. But in Indiana ChaserCon, Saturday, November 17th. And my saying is, what the hell are you going to be doing on a Saturday in November anyway? You may as well make your way to Indianapolis and uh, catch that. And we will be there as well. Uh, Stormfront Freaks will be there as well. So look for us there. I'm a student of the world. Does that work? That Hey, that might count. I don't know. Hey, I don't know if you, you have to show a student ID or not, but... 
Doesn't it's count. Scoop. It doesn't it's count. actual size. Yeah. So anyway, so that's uh, that's our WX resources. Some great resources for you. Uh, we will have links to all of those if you want to go to our show notes of episode sixty. Uh, you can find the links to all of those things that we just got done talking about. Um, the show notes are available a lot of times right on your phone if you're listening to us on your phone. Otherwise, go to stormfrontfreaks.com, uh, pull up episode 60, and uh, you'll be able to see the show notes and the links from there. So we're going to take our final break. You guys can all go ahead and refill your drink. When we come back, we're going to have this new crazy-ass Ripley's Believe It or Not weather segment <laughs> that we just still are looking for a title for. I've got a great one. <laughs> Hi, this is Gary England. It's Friday night in the big town, baby, all dressed up, no place to go. Jump back, throw me down Loretta. Hey, be sure and listen in every week, right? Every week, the Stormfront Freaks podcast, baby, it's the best in the world. All right, hey, welcome back. Hey, this is, we're excited about this because it's another new segment we've got. We're kind of trying to come up with some new fun segments we're going to be doing, obviously weather-related. And so I told all of our co-hosts that this is going to be a, a segment about weird, crazy, wacky weather stories. You know, I said kind of think Ripley's Believe It or Not. Maybe it's from something in the 1800s. We don't even know if it's really true or not, but it's it's a crazy story, right? Something that had to do with weather. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this over to Kim to kind of kick us off with this to see what kind of crazy ass stories we can come up with tonight. Okay, well this is a story um, from some storms that moved through in Tennessee, and apparently this happened. Can you see the picture? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> now. If anybody is familiar with traveling up Interstate 75, (laughs) you will see this cross. And real close to it, you will see the Adult World Store. So I was going through pictures and I saw that. At first, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that happened. I mean, that's just that's crazy. You know, so so explain what what, what are you you looking at? here? So we're looking at an Adult World Store, an adult store. do you get my drift? Do you know what I mean by that? You know, no, um, not exactly. You yeah. know, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A place where only adults can go. Or I should three X's. Okay, three <laughs> X's. Yes, three X's. Okay. Now you're helping. <laughs> Karen, that's <laughs> right. I forgot. It's, like, well, it's like a product they would sell. Like yes, exactly. And it's it's right off of seventy five. You're in Tennessee, and all of a sudden there's this big store. It's like. Out of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere. It's just bizarre. It's like an but outlet then, mall. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's always crowded. And then um, oh, but God. I've never been in it. But um, <laughs> but then and then you're driving, and then real close to it, there's this huge cross. And apparently this cross is an attraction site. I don't know. People go here to see this cross. And so I'm just tooling through these pictures and I see that I'm like, and for a second, I thought, oh, my God, did that really happen? You know, so I, I was looking through it and reading. And, of course, it's Photoshop. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't see any storm damage. Yeah, the- there's oh. yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, storm so the cross oh. basically fell into the it adult into world it. store and I'm right sorry. through the yes. ceiling. Yeah. Okay. yeah so, right you know, people room. who are religious or whatever would say that they got what they deserve. You know, they got this yeah. big cross falling into this um, 
you right. know. So, so right. Ripley's, the, Ripley's, believe it or not, that would it, be a not. It's yeah, a not. No, it's photoshopped. It. All right, Maz, I'm going to flip it over to you. What, what kind of crazy weather story do you got? Okay, so how many times have you heard, you know, oh, it's it's so hot in, in Arizona, and they go, oh, it's not, it's the it's the humidity, it's not the heat, and since there's no humidity, it's not really that hot. Well, this was one of the hottest days I think they ever had in Phoenix. Let's see if I can pull this up here. Can you see that? All right, so he's uh, he's going through his temperatures here, and all of a sudden, oh. hold on a minute, it's two hundred and seventy degrees to thirteen hundred degrees. Now this does happen to meteorologists from time to time. And it's like he, down actually, here in Awapki, it's twelve hundred and seventy degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a balmy sixty-three handling, in Mesa. But up in Cape it Creek, very well. it's he's like Wickenburg is a total loss. You know, oh my he goes, gosh. I'm pretty sure metal like boils at <laughs> 2,000 degrees. You know, the so. sun crashed. Is he, is he saying that? Cape is he saying that? Right. Yeah, he, he's he actually talking about it. Okay. He's handling it very well. And that is pretty much the bulk of his cast. He's stuck on that graphic. And he said, I'm not your dad, but I oh, could shoot. if I were you guys. So, oh, so anyway. Oh, my gosh. That's Share awful. that with you there. Been anyway, there, been okay. there. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, no. Okay, and this is because Sharknado was just on, right? <laughs> it was. We watched but, all of them. But, so here, here's what happened. This there, There's actually some truth to that, uh, that when a tornado does pass over a body of water, like a lake, a uh, river, or pond, uh, some crazy, you know, it can, it can actually, it can pick things up. This is from... Uh, mentalfloss.com. I was going to say WTF.com, but <laughs> no, this is mentalfloss.com. And so this happened. Library of Congress reports that fish fell on a town in Louisiana back in 1947 after a, rom a rambunctious storm. That f Not sharks, okay, but there were actually <laughs> right. fish falling, uh, falling from the sky wow. down in Louisiana. Uh, and then halfway around the world, it says a tornado caused thousands of frogs to rain from the sky on a town in Serbia in 2005. Hmm. So these, these are our recent stories um, of, of, again, not sharks, not something that big. In theory, so, it's possible. If you get, yeah. if you get strong enough tornado. Small sharks. Right yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I, I, I had, I had to, I had to jump in front of Brady cause I was, he, he got the <laughs> gong show hook on that. But MJ, I will still finish with you. I think you got one to share. Well, actually, I, I it, that was mine. But on that same on, on that same on that same page uh, with mental floss, five weird but real weather events. Oh, okay. You talk about another uh, phenomenon that was kind of interesting, which is that uh, intense heat can keep planes from flying from taking off. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you you sometimes have weather you know causing mm -hmm. flight delays. Uh, Brady just had a, a delay of some kind. Don't know if it was weather related, but um, okay. But but uh, they talk about uh, Phoenix, Arizona, as being mm -hmm. one place where this happens. When they get to temperatures to 120 degrees and more, uh, the the uh, hot air being less dense, uh, it can provide prevent planes from getting the lift that they need to take off. So anyway, another interesting you know phenomena. Well, it could slow you down. Hey, Dina might know something about that. Very much I very suppose. true. All right. So, hey, if, if you want to uh, check out some of these uh, bizarre, strange stories or, you know, whatever Maz threw out there, which was some meteorologist with some bad data, 
Uh, if you want to see those links, that was real. Links, that was real. <laughs> and, uh, Bill, do you want me to send you my link? No, I don't. We'll, we'll be okay. Every, everybody, if they really care, they can they can go watch Sharknado. All right. So, hey, MJ, we're gonna jump to you. What what do you got uh, for any listener comments or questions? Well, we always appreciate it when uh, people check in with us, and we had a few of them that did last week uh, on Facebook. Timothy uh, Veltman. Uh, says, I really enjoyed watching the taping on YouTube on Thursday night. Looking forward to what Karen uh, Kosiba has to say in the next podcast. We and are I too. Know, and I know that Timothy was watching live, so uh, appreciate that. Uh, keep up the great lineup of guests, he says. And then he sent us a, a weather meme that we might be able to use when we do that uh, segment again. So thanks, oh, Timothy. Cool. <laughs> um, Joe Russell uh, checked in on, on Twitter, and he gave us an update. He was watching the Perseids uh, meteor shower, and he had some statistics of all of them. Uh, he had seen quite a few, but the uh, the point he made is that he was listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast while he was watching. So, Aww. thank you, Joe. Perfect, Very nice, yeah. thank you. And uh, Ray Leichner checked in on Twitter, uh, and he was doing some kind of an interview on a local PBS station, wearing his uh, Stormfront Freaks uh, uh, Weather Fools concert uh, tour T-shirt. <laughs> lightning round, <laughs> lightning round. Nice. Oh, sorry, was it the lightning? It was the lightning yeah. round. Yeah. Lightning round nice. tour. Sorry, Told yeah. you. Favorite part of the show. (laughs) So thanks for checking in, everybody. So, hey, thanks for listening, right? (laughs) Uh, We appreciate you listening or watching the show. Uh, I always tell a friend. And we also encourage you guys, subscribe to the show, because what's great about subscribing to the podcast or on YouTube, subscribing to it, is it just means you're going to get notified when we get a new episode released and sent out. You're going to find out right away, oh, great, there's a new show. It'll show up right in your inbox, so you can listen to it right away and be one of the first to get it uh, if you subscribe. So you can go to your podcast app, and you just kind of hit the subscribe button. But it works just like a newspaper or magazine. Just get it right away. So It it doesn't mean we get paid when they like us? You never get paid, no. (laughs) No, we don't don't operate that way. Uh, And and, and I I do want to do this. We had a great time tonight, of course, with our guest, Karen Kasiba. So, uh, Karen, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, we've got got a treat in two weeks, okay? We're going to do the show again in two weeks. because I don't have a script, I don't have the date in front of me, but it's it's two weeks <laughs> from, uh, what's today? today? August 23rd. So two weeks after August 23rd, we're going to do another September show. 6th. September 6th. Thank you. September 6th. It's going to be episode 61. And uh, we're going to have the joy. We've got, we have an Aussie joining us. We've had some Canadians, uh, of course, plenty of, of Americans. We've had a few Canadians, but we have an Aussie joining us. Oi, uh, oi, Storm, oi. Storm chaser Dan Shaw is going to be joining us, uh, and I, I think he's going to actually be in Australia, so we'll have to check on that. But uh, we've, we've had a lot of people ask that we need to get Dan Shaw uh, on the show, and uh, so we're looking forward to having him, him on the next one. So, He'll be drinking coffee for sure. Yeah. yeah. Fosters. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> big, big, big old Fosters. That's so horrible that we finish uh-huh. it. All right, because everyone thinks we probably drink what, Budweiser? Miller, yeah. whatever. Miller, yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> Nick Ultra. <laughs> All right, so I, so I, I think, uh, I think that about does it. So I'm going to say for for Brady, who is a half timer uh, tonight, and Kim and Karen and Maz and and MJ. We didn't even see MJ. We just heard him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear, and we're going to be excited uh, to catch you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye, Bye everybody. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Watch our shows on YouTube and Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV. 
For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out our live interactive Storm Chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search for Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.